Jean watched his partner go with a bit of concern. She seemed upset, but then left calmly without a hint of lingering anger. Ah, Weiss. Of all the people in Beacon, Weiss had always been the hardest to understand. You could. Once you understood that behind her attitude was a core of good intentions that held one to a higher standard than herself. But it was still hard. So many lifetimes later, and she still surprised him. Many of his friends were simple, once you got to know them. Not in a bad way, but in the sense of understanding them and what they liked. Blake was easy, as were Pira and Ruby once you got to know what made them tick. They all had the basic desires and dreams they lived for, and each was predictable in their own right. Weiss, though? She was a hard one. More than the typical girl, at least. And he'd never been able to figure out what made her tick, as opposed to what would tick her off. Where others were simple, she was a mess of competing desires and hierarchies. This premise against that social expectations unless this circumstance is applied. Sure, they were often friends, and occasionally close, but never in the same way as everyone else. Even in all his repeats, even early on when he actively tried, he'd never been able to capture her interests. He'd never known she could be so gentle when she wanted to be. He worked his left shoulder, marvelling at how much less painful it was with the salve working its magic, possibly literally, depending on what the ingredients were. Regardless, it had felt nice to have them rub it in for him. It had been comfortable, even intimate, without being remotely sexual. It had been... It had been nice. There would be consequences for it though, that he knew. It wasn't his team and not between them, but rather the events which led up to it. He sighed and leaned back into the soft mattress. This is the first time Cinder has ever done something like that. She's never tried to put someone out of action before, even when Ruby nearly ruined her attack on the CCT. It had been a surprise attack, one worthy of a schemer like Cinder. If she wanted to blatantly harm Wise. She could have broken her bones in the spire itself. But that would have immediately drawn suspicion and condemnation from Miss Goodwitch and Winter. She'd been investigated, disciplined, and perhaps even sent back to Haven. Whether that would ruin her plans, he didn't know. But he had to assume not. She could just sneak back in as a spectator for the festival. Either way, none of those things would have happened now because the whole incident had just been one unfortunate accident. After all, everyone knew Dusk could be volatile and after a spa like that, perhaps to be expected that Weiss's weapon might have taken some damage, cracked a dust cylinder or something. No doubt if they looked closely, they'd see the crack. The fact that Cinder would have inflicted it to cover her tracks could hardly be proven. She'll get her attention at worse, some warnings and close looks more likely. She acted contrite, and that would be enough to convince most people. Still, why do it in the first place? Could it be that Weiss and his team's interference at the warehouse had yielded greater results than expected? That seemed unlikely. Though they had lost the paladins, 
the only other valuable is winter. Had it been an attack on Weiss at all? Or rather, had it been one insidiously planned to get rid of the Elder Schnee? If Weiss had been badly hurt, injured to the point of long treatment, then Winter would have surely dragged her out of Beacon and back to Atlas. That would remove not only Weiss from Cinder's list of issues, but Winter too. As always, understanding her plans was a difficult affair, even when he worked for her. She hadn't exactly been forthcoming with information. She considered him as expendable as everyone else. Jean sighed and let his eyes drift shut. Understanding would be slow to come as ever, but he didn't need to understand her motives to keep her away from his team. The dance was coming up, and that would be the moment she would make her move. All he had to do was make sure she couldn't, and that would keep her busy. She would have to find another time, and that meant time she wasn't using to target the people he cared for. Decisions made. He allowed his head to fall back onto the pillow. That night, he dreamed of a fire and the sensation of being consumed by it. It was a familiar feeling. Jean started to sweat as he watched Weiss look down at her half-empty bowl of porridge and then back at him. It wasn't his fault. He didn't eat much and it wasn't like he had moved around much recently. But the look she gave him said such excuses wouldn't get him very far. You will eat the rest of that, she said, in a way that made it more a command than a statement. You need to recover, and half a bowl of porridge after what happened to you isn't sufficient. Don't make me feed it to you. The way she hefted the bowl suggested an action would be less akin to a romantic spoon feeding, and more him receiving the bowl in the face. I'll eat more in a bit. I promise. I just need to let my stomach settle. The morning had come bright and early in the infirmary. A testament to someone being violently sick in a nearby toilet. The long-suffering sigh from Suness suggested it was alcohol poisoning rather than a life-threatening injury, and that, once sober, the victim would be in a world of trouble. She checked on him too, and proclaimed he would be free to leave later on. The burns had already started to recede, mostly from his aura than the painkillers, but either way. There hadn't been any complications with his lungs. That hadn't stopped Weiss from dropping by, however, kindly bringing breakfast along and then somewhat less kindly forcing him to finish it all. Did Miss Sunes say he would be free to leave today? Later. He nodded. She says there are no signs of any danger, but she wants to at least make sure nothing goes wrong after I've eaten. Weiss picked at her own porridge, which she brought along so they could eat together. He would have pointed out the hypocrisy of her demanding he finish his own, when she didn't hers. But one didn't simply point out why Schnee's faults and expect to get away with it. That's good, she said. To hear it from Yang, you wouldn't have survived the week if you somehow managed to miss the dance she helped organise. Now that was an amusing thought. She hadn't shut up about the damn thing all week, so he could well imagine her frustration at the chance he'd miss it. <laughs> I'll be there. He chuckled. Sheesh. She can be pretty demanding. Does she even have a date of her own? Not that I know of. Well, maybe she would have someone to bring along if she spent less time badgering me and more time asking around. Now that he thought about it, she hadn't been asked. 
This was Yang they were talking about. She probably had a queue of people who tried to ask her out, or rejected as usual. He didn't think she'd ever taken someone to the dance, even in the thousands of times he repeated it. She's not the only one without a date, Wise pointed out. The way she looked at him made him feel uncomfortable and he coughed into his fist. Did she have to rub it in so obviously? Well, it's not like my reputation has made girls want to be associated with me. It's fine for one night stands or brief encounters, but what kind of self-respecting person would want to be seen on my arm? Wise frowned at that. Perhaps if you spent less time whoring around and more focused on your image, it wouldn't be a problem. True. But back then he needed to de-stress. The pressure and the pain were always building below the surface, and everyone had their own way of coping. Some drank. Others did drugs and some were dragged beneath the waves. Most people only lived a lifetime of stress, and even that was less than what he went through on a typical repeat. All in all, he thought he'd done fairly well at staying sane. Have you even approached anyone? Weiss asked, breaking him out of his thoughts. It's not too late to ask someone to the dance now. They might say yes, or even ask you. He doubted that. But he felt it best not to laugh in her face. Yang might go if he asked, but he wasn't interested in a pity date or her sullying her reputation any more than it already was. Whereas Blake would go with Sun, and Neptune and Weiss would end up together as they always did. And that would be that. How about you? He asked, instead of answering, turning it around on her. You first. Any guy ask you out yet? Or girl? I won't judge. He promised with a smile. He might never have caught Weiss' interest, but in the war and chaos that followed Beacon, occasionally, well... Weiss looked distinctly uncomfortable. Clearly she hadn't been asked, which meant Neptune had yet to man up. Jean felt some pity and decided to spare her the agony. Don't worry, Weiss. You won't go alone. He promised. The assurance made her look up. I have it on good authority that there's someone who wants to go with you. Her eyes widened and brightened. Really? She dared hope, even as she tried to hide it. Jean nodded with a real smile. Really? He agreed. He's just not sure how to go about it. He's a terrible dancer and hasn't a clue of what to wear. After all, seriously? Goggles as a fashion accessory? Weiss tried not to beam, an effort as futile as it was every time. An unconvincing impressionist came over it as she smiled at the sight of it. It was... so very wise. Something unique that belonged only to her. Neptune was a lucky man. Well, tell whoever it is that I don't mind. Weiss said, I hint if there ever was one. I can wait until he feels better about approaching. She said of a secret smile, as if sharing an inside joke. Jean smiled too. Neptune always needed a little push, but always made Weiss happier when he did, for at least as long as they lasted, which admittedly wasn't always long, though there were a few times Jean had helped ensure it would. Neptune and Weiss would be together in the end, and Blake would go with Sun. Whether the monkey boy would do better than he had the previous times was yet to be seen. But if he hurt Blake, 
or Neptune messed things up with Weiss this time, there would be hell to pay. How are Ruby and the others doing? He asked, more to change the topic because he wanted to know. I can't imagine Ruby wearing a dress. Yang isn't killing her, is she? It sure sounds like it. Weiss sighed. You'd think a girl who relies on perfect footwork and balance capable of adjusting to heels, but she acts like Yang has strapped a Beowulf to each foot. <laughs> Go easy on her. He laughed. She's trying her best. She's a menace. Hey now. I thought you and Ruby got over the dust incident. Oh, we have. Weiss said. But I'm not exaggerating here. She tried to run away from Yang in those heels and tripped. She managed to bow into Professor Port and knock him over. They're just lucky he fought at some form of advanced sparring practice and didn't give them detention. Advanced sparring? It sounded more like the teacher couldn't be bothered to deal with a detention, and so he made up some half-assed excuse for why he'd let them off. Professor Port could be like that sometimes. Something popped into his mind, and before Weiss could continue, he reached across to tap her arm. Do you know what happened to the person who put me in here? Hmm? Weiss looked at him for a moment. Ah, you mean Cinderfall? Funny you should ask. Apparently, she cornered Yang earlier to ask after you. Jean's muscles tensed, though he hoped Weiss didn't notice. She'd been asking about him. That wasn't a good sign. Was she doing it to cover her tracks? To look innocent? Or was there some darker purpose to her interests? At the very least, it hinted at some degree of attention he'd drawn on himself. That was troubling. As ever, Cinder didn't take setbacks easily. There would be consequences to this. I'll need to keep my eyes open. Maybe even attack her while she's gathering herself. The dance is an obvious choice, but not the only one. She relies on Emerald and Mercury, after all. Yang was... Not impressed to see her, as you might imagine. Weiss interrupted his thoughts. Still, from what she was able to find out, Cinder has detention for a couple of nights and got off with a little more than a strict warning in a long lecture. That was all? He supposed it made sense. They couldn't expel her or even mark her off record since she wasn't a student at Beacon. And if they had reacted in such a way, then the media would have eaten them alive. It was an accident, after all. Just a little accident that had landed him with a few inconsequential burns. If Weiss had actually been hit, maybe they'd have made a bigger deal of it. But no harm, no foul, right? Why do you want to know? Weiss asked. Her eyes narrowed dangerously. Eh, just curious. He said. I mean, she's the one who put me in here, so I wanted to know if she'd been punished for it. Weiss relaxed, and those steely orbs looked down and away from him. In that case, she said, shouldn't it be me you're angry with? What? She shook her head. The fault with this lays firmly with me. When a weapon misfires, it's the fault of the wielder or the manufacturer. That's what my sister always says. I've had my weapon for years now and she's never served me so poorly. So the failure here is mine. I... Perhaps I didn't maintain her properly or failed to notice some damage. Either way, 
It got you hurt and for that I apologize. He tuned her out. Honestly. Ah, wise. Self-critical to a fault. For all the impossible standards she held others to, they were nothing compared to what she held herself to. No one was harder on Weiss than Weiss, not even Winter. Of all the things Cinder could do, hurting him was one thing, but making Weiss blame herself? Jean? Jean, are you even listening to me? Nope. What? I'm trying to apologize to you here, she said, Ari growing fast. The least you could do is pay attention. Nope. That should have gotten her angrier, except that she seemed to dim a little inside instead. Unexpected. Unpredictable. How very much like Weiss. You're right. She agreed instead, looking away in the beginning of shame. It's not something I can apologize about, or expect forgiveness for. It was, nope. There again, free for free and Jean found himself hiding a smile as Weiss looked back at him in confusion. He had to give it to her. Ruby could be surprisingly wise when she wasn't just being plain surprising. He'd lost count number of times he'd stolen her words of wisdom. Or was it a word? Nope. Weiss said, seemingly confused. Nope. Jean said once more, but nodded. I'm not listening because there's no need because there's nothing to apologize for. You haven't done anything to me recently that bears apologizing for. Absently, he rubbed his chest, right above the scar she'd so recently given him at the White Fang base. Not knowingly, at least. That didn't seem to reassure her. But my weapon? That wasn't your fault, Wise. He said, and stared into her eyes to make sure she knew he was serious. You were down and out for the count. She was the one to pick up your weapon, and she was the one to launch that attack. No one else. I appreciate you saying that, but if it wasn't for my poor mate and- Nope again, Wise. He interrupted, and began to consider the merits of flicking food at her. Granted, that was likely to start a food fight again, but they had already had theirs for the repeat. The only one more focused on weapon maintenance than you was Ruby, and that's only because she considers that more important than food. But something clearly went wrong. Nothing went wrong. It was out of your control. Wyatt looked like she didn't fully believe it, but wasn't willing to give. There was nothing more that could be said, or at least nothing that wouldn't drive her towards Cinder. I... Thank you. She said instead, seeming to accept his absolution. I... Whatever happened, I wish it hadn't. I'll be more careful in the future. Why... Weiss paused to take a quick breath. Can I ask you why you did it? Did what? He asked. Why you... Why you took that attack for me? I want to know what motivated you to do that. A frustrated sigh slipped from his lips as he stared at his partner. Her eyes were watching his, yet he couldn't bring himself to care. Are you being serious? Do you really think I'm so lazy that I've left anyone to cook like that? No, that's not what I meant, Wyatt said, trying to reframe it. She looked at him. Jean, 
Would you jump into an inferno like that just for anyone? Inferno? Oh. She must be thinking about what he said last night. He opened his mouth to say the obvious that... Does it hurt? His head fell to the side. Thick smoke and rolling heat threatened to fill his lungs, creating a haze of dark shrouds before him. His muscles strained to push forward, only to fall back with a silent grunt as the twisted metal pinning him refused to move. He burned. He burned. The skin began to blacken as every part of his body screamed in agony. His mouth clicked shut, the taste of his own charred tongue coming back to him. He swallowed the sensation away, even as his mouth seemed to be uncomfortably dry. As far away as the die went, burning alive in an inferno was... not pleasant. Not something he would ever take lightly. Honestly, it was how he died more often than not. And he hated it. He was afraid of it. Would I do it for mum? For my family? Yes, of course he would. In a heartbeat. Would I do it for anyone not part of my family? Not everyone. He admitted. He knew all too well that you couldn't save everyone. He tried too many times and suffered the consequences for that. Maybe not. Weiss agreed with a shake of her head. But I know you would for Blake, like you would for Yang. I know why you'd do it for them, but... I just wanted to know why you did it for me. What was your reason? Does it matter? He asked, more curious than evasive. I... I think it does. She said. Her eyes flickered away from his and down to the bowl of porridge in her lap. I would like to know. I would like it said. Was something wrong with her? The request was an odd one at best, and he wasn't sure what she really meant by it. Wasn't it just expected that teammates would help one another? Yang would have done the same for Weiss, had she been fast enough. Or rather, had she known in advance of the danger and been ready for it like he? I'm not sure what to say. He admitted with a little shrug. You were in danger. That attack would have hurt you. I didn't want that to happen. Because? Because what? I don't understand the question. Why didn't you want it to happen? Because you're my friend. My teammate. Blake and Yang are teammates. Is that all? You're my partner then. What else is there? You're important to me and I don't want to see you suffer. Weiss did and didn't look as happy with that as he expected. But why? How? Jean shook his head. Weiss, I don't understand. What are you even talking about? Why would I want to see you hurt? <sighs> I... Weiss growled beneath her breath for a second. I'm not explaining it well. I... Forget it. She eventually said... I'm just... Never mind. It doesn't matter. She pushed her half-empty bowl onto the side and stood up. We have classes for the rest of today. I'll make sure to collect any work for you to do when you're better. Thank you. He said politely, figuring it was better not to ask. She was acting so strange and looked like she was struggling with something. He didn't want to press, but... 
You know you can talk to me if something's bothering you. Right? Nothing's wrong. She blatantly lied. Forget I said anything. I'll see you later. Was he supposed to say something? He'd never seen Wise act out so out of character before. She was normally so... Confident. Often... Yeah. If she wasn't sure about something, she would more than let someone know. Okay? He said. Unsure if he should add something. Weiss nodded and made to leave. The curtain pulled back, suspended on her hand as she hesitated. She didn't look back at him, and her shoulders seemed unnaturally stiff. About the dance, she said, and then paused. If you truly have no one to go with, then I... He knew what she was going to say before she said it, and a soft laugh escaped him. She was too kind sometimes. <laughs> I told you it'd be alright, didn't I? Maybe not in those exact words. Don't worry, Wise. I have a plan. She seemed to relax, just a little bit more at that. Really? She asked, seeming to believe it. Then again, he'd always had a knack for plans. Don't worry, Wise. He repeated. You won't be going alone. I promise. Weiss didn't say anything. She nodded once, still faced away from him, and let the curtain fall behind her. Jean watched her walk away, and smiled at the pep in her step. She hit it well, but she was excited, and nervous too. He would need to have a talk with Neptune later. Man, I just want to say that again, but fuck Neptune! I hated that guy. Fucking Neptune.